0: Super Yacht Radio, making you feel good all all day long.
1: long. Welcome to Super Yacht Radio. Well, in a year that we could all do with some inspiration, I am very honored to introduce our next guest, who is definitely an inspiration to many people in Mallorca and will be an inspiration to many who are working with him in the month ahead. Uh, Sean Judkins, lovely to have you here.
0: Thank you for having me thank
1: you for the invite so sean you're in one of my favorite islands in the world and our own hometown as of a few less than a year ago but you have a very special project happening in the month ahead and uh, i'd love to hear more about it you are uh, on april 17th and 18th you are undertaking what I never actually managed to do in a car around Miorca, although it was somewhere on there, and I have done it in teeny little bits of cycling and definitely walking tiny bits of it and possibly swimming a couple hundred meters of it. But you are doing the whole shebang all around Miorca of biking, running, and kayaking at yeah. Miorca not just for the endeavour of showing to all your friends and family how fit you are, but for a very good cause as well.
0: <laughs> well, that's right. It's, um, it all started probably about a year and a half ago. Um, I've been on the island for 13 years with my family. we have been here for 13 years. And rugby's been a big thing for us, Well, big thing for me, playing and coaching and refereeing. And I got to a stage where I had to do something else. Um, from the playing and everything, The mind just needed a bit of a change. So we live in a beautiful island, so what better way than doing something different than running more biking and and kayaking around the whole thing? It's um, my wife, Anita, she started the walk down the Tramontana, which is the main mountain range here in Mallorca, from the north to the south. Again, raising money for Mallorca. That has been affected, obviously, by COVID in terms of she wasn't able to do it last year. She was planning on doing it this year in Menorca, um, but we're just finding out things like, you know, Menorca's getting closed down this weekend, next weekend as well for Easter, just because of new new things. So it was always going to be difficult. So the whole plan was to try something different f- for me, and while I was doing it, well, why not try and raise money for cancer support as well?
1: There's also a, a little bit of a history both from a childhood side where you grew up in New Zealand. I believe yeah. you're Uncle, a few decades ago, began a, a similar sports concept in New Zealand.
0: That's right, yeah. No, that, was, that was back in the 80s, back in 1983, my uncle, he um, came up with an idea. Well, the first one was called the, the Fresh Up Ironman, which was the first time an Ironman had been really uh, floated out. There. It was a little bit different. It was um, whitewater kayaking, skiing, mountain running, scree running and things like that. But he came up with an event called the the Spates Coast to Coast, which went from one side of the South Island of New Zealand, where I'm from, to the other side. Now the idea of that was it was a triathlon: running, kayaking, and and biking. And as a 17-year-old, I I started doing that. I've done that three times. But before that, my father started when I was 10 years old. I remember he was he's not a fit person. He was never never an athlete. Um, but he decided to give it a go. So he gave up gave up smoking. The drinking had already, been, had already gone. So um, it was a bit of a change of lifestyle for him. So he got into that. I watched him. Um, I took it on as well. Took up bike racing. Took up a lot of those things while I was doing rugby as well. And I guess, yeah, it's just been a bit of a, um, a family thing, doing, doing things like that. Now, one of the things, it's sort of, I wouldn't say it's been a, um, it's, it's an interesting fact, but... Um, the whole thing about why we're doing it for Cancer Support in Mallorca, my wife had cancer six years ago um, and she went through all the, the chemo and the, the, the surgery and things like that um, a very dear friend of ours uh, Thomas Harder who, who's from here from Mallorca, he lost his sister a few years ago to cancer as well so that's another link for why we're doing it for Cancer Support but also my father last week two weeks ago started his chemotherapy for his own cancer so it's a bit of a circle thing. It's all it's all very uh, it's touched our family quite a lot. And it's quite an emotional thing to be able to help. Um, obviously Tom's sister is no longer with us and she was never here in Mallorca and my father is in New Zealand, but um, it's a way of us, way for us to I suppose spread the word, spread the love, and yeah, just get out there and do something.
1: And a, a personal motivation too. Oh, on, for sure. on top of the fact that, you know. All charities over the past year have really struggled to raise enough funds for, you know, the support, the development, the research that they need to do to be able to continue to help people.
0: That's right. So yeah.
1: Very big part of it as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and one thing I've noticed too, because... Um, the way the way the this event the the Majorca Odyssey works is there are ten stages and there are people who can if you want to turn up and do stage number three or number four if you're under a run or a bike and the majority of people that have contacted me have all pretty much said from the outset um, I'm doing this because and you know because mum's been affected my father's been affected my partner's been affected and they've all been they've all got that personal touch as well I never really expected that but I guess it was one of those things that people just want to I uh, want to help and so many people are affected by cancer. So it was one of those things of being able to help, but also, I suppose, bringing like-minded people together as well.
1: Yeah, and I, I think it's a lovely time as well to have that community feel, to have that support. I mean, I found out about you from my very good friend, Jocko, who had heard about what you were doing. and um, You know, it also gave him an inspiration, even though he won't be, you know, right beside you, you know, he thought it was a great way to support something and a great motivator for loads of people to, even if they just do a piece of it, just to come and support you and and kind of have that motivation to get fit enough to do maybe one, maybe two. Some might hmm. be able to do the whole route, but presumably trailing well behind
0: you because this isn't a competition. (laughs) No, no, it's, and the thing is, it's, it's not a competition, so if anybody wants to get involved, um, the whole idea is that we start together and we finish together, so um, at the moment there's no one else who's who's um, stupid enough to do the whole lot yet, but, um, <laughs> but I gonna do the whole lot, and what I'm doing is I'm training as hard as I can, not so that I can go fast or, or, or win it, because it's not a race, it's just that I can feel comfortable enough to do the whole lot and still talk to people, still meet people, still enjoy it, and... Always having fresh people joining in, which is which is a good thing. Um, you mentioned about community. I'm from a little village here. I'm not sure if you know Escapdia, which is a small village just outside Calvia. Um, we've got a group of, uh, we, call, we call ourselves the Gentlemen's Club. Um, it's it's a group of guys that used to get together every Friday, Friday night down the pub and have a few beers, a few stories, and they would always carry on and carry on and carry on. Um, we've managed to get quite a few of those guys involved in terms of getting them off the couch, out of the... Well, it's easy to get them out of the bars because the bars aren't open, but um, quite a few of them are now running and, and they've never run before. We've got a couple who are biking who have never biked before, and they're all going to try a stage. So it's not just getting people together who've been touched by the cancer, but as you said, it's that community as well. And the great thing is, is I've got people from my own community here involved. And the last stage, which is stage ten, it's called we even called it the community stage, where it's just a, it's a very short run, well, short, fifteen k's. And there's a 6K even shorter part where anybody who wants to come along, they don't have to roll. They can just come along for the last 6Ks and just spend the the last half hour with us. And then when we finish, we'll hopefully – there'll be a a, a bit of time for a few few bubbles and a few beers maybe at the end.
1: Fantastic. So to go to the actual – the race – well, the race for you to get to start to finish in whatever time it takes is going to be on April 17th and 18th. That's right. Beginning in Santa Ponza, how, how do you decide like which bit you do first? I mean, my siblings have done triathlons and they mm. kind of divvied it out. Like my brother was on the bike, my the other sister was running and the other one was swimming. Uh, I think I'd probably be on the bike if I could, but I definitely wouldn't be swimming it. Um okay. How did you decide in, in how you were going to stage it out and, and how much you could do? Because doing it over two day, days, um, it's quite a trip around. Did you kind of go, let's start with one because this is the easier one to start with and that's the easier one to finish with? Or,
0: Well, the, the, the geography sort of dictated quite a bit of that. Uh, one of our closest beaches and the most accessible beach in terms of starting is Sunderponson. That's mm-hmm. the closest beach to us. Us. We've got another beach, Peguera, but it's a little bit a, bit a bit bumpy at times. So because that was the easiest beach, it was like, okay, we'll start with the kayak. We've got a beautiful mountain range, and it's a fantastic range to run and bike in. And the idea was, well, we'll do that first, get the first day out of the hills so then the second day you're not too destroyed because if we start on the flat and then finish on the hills, it might be a little bit more difficult. And then from there, it was just a case of working out how far I could push myself. Both days – uh, roughly around 13 hours so it was a case of dividing it up to make sure that you know the first day you know i want to be finished by before it starts getting dark and it just all fell into place it was all it sort of made itself it sort of yeah it was one of those things that sort of it was meant to be uh, maybe because it was all the into, into and 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 times. You,
1: you not only have kind of the sport of people coming along with you but your wife is also kind of your organizer on this yeah, 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 because I'm yeah. thinking I mean do you get off the kayak do you have ni- a nice like Spanish lunch hour to recoup before you do the next no, no. stage or is it is it really no, no. like intensively going for the 13 hours w- yeah, it's, it's, changing it's not over
0: uh, um, there's five stages per day and so, in between each stage, I've given myself just on five minutes just to change shoes and quick refill and stuff like that. So yeah, there's, there's definitely no, there's no muck about. It. We start at seven in the morning, which is um, uh, sunrise, and obviously that takes us through to eight eight thirty, which is sunset. So um, yeah, any time lost having a a siesta would be um, <laughs> resulting us the dark. So um, yeah,
1: not doing it fully, and then. You start again the next day at 7. Where do you finish up at the end of the first day?
0: Well, for those who don't know the island, Sunderponsa is in the south. It's in the southwest. So we're going up the, um, the, the west coast. And we end up on the north coast, which is the, the big town there called Alcudia, And we stay the night there. Um, start the next day again kayaking right across the bay of Alcudia, over to the, uh, the east coast and then finish back in Sunderponsa. So it's a complete lap, finishing and starting in Ponsa um having a bit of a rest up there in Alcudia, hopefully you know, a good five, maybe five or six hours sleep and then start again.
1: <laughs> I'm smiling only because only on a good day without having to do anything too physical could I manage even on the sleep. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, um yeah. I'm sure that's part of the training. <laughs>
0: well it, 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 it is part of, it's, it's not, not just part of the training, it's also part of the I suppose the um the challenge as well. A few people have said, you know, oh, they must be really hard, really hard. But you know, um, (laughs) I've seen my wife go through chemo, so it's not that bad. (laughs) It's all relative. It's two days rather than, yeah, all of that time. So,
1: yeah, yeah. And looking at the training, I mean, do you have to? Presumably, you've you've got to build up the muscles and the endurance for each of these. You know, yeah. I mean, I, we've had followed the Cogs for Cancer, which is a, a group of yachties that have done these long cycling marathons from the UK down to the south of France, and they, they've had a team. But that's really just focusing on, you know, your cycling muscles. In some ways, doing a triathlon, you've got three different muscle skills to build up. That's right, yeah. So I presume your training has got to build that into it as well.
0: Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, and it, you, you mentioned COGS for, COGS for Cancer. I've been in action discussion with them yesterday. So they're, they're, I've, I've asked them to help and they are giving me some of their expertise and they're sharing my message with them. So that, that's fantastic. They seem like a great, great bunch of guys as well and girls. Um, yeah, but in terms of training, um, it is. It's getting used to getting off the bike and running. That's the hard one um and the only way you get good at that is just by doing it so um it's twice th- there are there are some big days where i'll spend 110 120ks on the bike and then try and crank out a 15k run afterwards just to try and shock the legs into doing stuff like that um it's all transitioning it's all getting the body used to going from one to the other any, any triathlete will know that that's the way that you can't just go bike ride and then just for run the next day you've got to put it together but um but that's part of the um Part of the, the thrill this weekend. I'm planning on doing stages three, four, and five, which is a bike, run, bike. So let's get the body used to changing from one to the other. And I've done a few other ones as well. So, but again, um, it's a bit of the fear of the unknown as well. Putting ten stages together, it's you know that's not normal. Like a triathlon, I'll put three together. So um, we'll see how the body goes. Just going to keep eating.
1: And and presumably as well, it it's also training your mind as well for the endurance of it. I, I say this of I've loved running and I've done other, other sports, but I've never actually mar- managed a marathon because yeah. the commitment to 26 miles just yeah. seems like a really big commitment in life. But from friends of mine who have done it, some of it is, is building up the fitness, but also building up the kind of mental training of getting ready for it as well.
0: Yeah, the, the, the mental side is important. Um, those who know me, they might say I'm quite competitive, I suppose. Um, I'm very competitive with myself. Uh, I don't mind training. The other, the other week I did a, a kayak. I did stages six, seven, and eight, which together was about eight hours, eight and a half hours by myself. That was fine. I don't, I don't mind my own company. Um, I'm a school teacher, so sometimes it's quite good to be out on my own. <laughs> I from the and, the, and, and, the, and the, the pressures of school. But in saying that, I'm doing stages this week with with people. And the good thing about it is, and this is sort of built into the whole challenge as well, um, I'm not on my own. And the fact is that every stage, there'll be new people. So it's almost like getting to the end of the stage and seeing who's there and then, hey, how are you doing? And then having a chat with someone else for about three or four hours, and then you know they leave and someone else comes in. So... Um, there's that to look forward to as well. Um, I don't think I'm going to get mentally tired because I'll have enough people there winding me up or 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 kicking me going. So, yeah. And to support you along the way. That's right. And, that, and that's one of the things because that a lot of them are friends um, and the others are people that I, don't, I don't know yet, but I'm sure that, you know, we're like-minded people. So after four or five hours of struggling around a bike, we'll probably have a few things in common. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm smiling only because I love running, but I like to match my breathing with my feet and don't ask me to talk because then I'll completely lose my rhythm. So the thought yeah. of chatting while you're doing this triathlon makes me, um uh, feel a little yeah. bit more inspired again.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, um, as I say, I like my own company, but if I'm with people, I just don't stop. I ran with one of the guys from here, he won't mind me saying this, Kevin, um, he said to me, right, I can run or I can talk. You choose.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm with Kevin, <laughs> one or the other. Yeah. I'm okay. good at both, but I don't want to do the two at the same time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, I don't know. It's, I enjoy it, so, yeah.
1: And, of course, the end goal of doing this is to raise money for Cancer Support Mallorca. That's right. Can you tell us a little bit about
0: what they do? Well, what they do is um, they are a group here based in Mallorca. They they tend to deal with mainly the English speaker set up here. In the, uh, in the What they do is they offer, um, as their name suggests, they offer support for people who are going through um, through cancer. They they organise translations. They help people get there and uh, they take them to hospital. They, they're there for, for support, not just physical support, but also moral support. I remember when Anita was coming out of the whole chemotherapy process, they had art classes and things to keep the mind going, and they do a lot of good things. They do a lot of talks. They go around and help a lot of people who need – and not just, and it ends up not just people who are suffering from cancer either, but they'll go around and help people with, with certain tasks in the home if they need, for example, the gas bottle picking up because they can't get there. Um, they've also helped out in the past with – with families who are struggling financially due to the pressures of, 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 of the illness, the cancer that they've got. And I know they did such a great job for Anita and other people here in, that, that we know as well. So um, the, whole, the whole plan is to raise as much money as possible. We've been, I've been very lucky to have sponsors. Each of the 10 stages, we've got um, a sponsor for each of the 10 stages. And we've got an, an event sponsor, Jermias um, Yachts, through Baxter Marine here in Portals. And that's through Thomas, Thomas Harder. And so they're all helping. They've all donated money. And the people who come along and join me as well. I'm very conscious of the fact that no one's paying to do anything with me. They're making a donation to cancer support. So they make a donation if they want to. Of course, they don't have to make a d- donation, but that's the whole plan. Make a donation from then, and then they come and just join in. And um, that's the way that people can help.
1: You know, from friends who have gone with it, that is the biggest thing of the experience of of helping them through That's the experience right. is not just supporting the person going through cancer, which is a really important part, but also supporting the people around that person as exactly. well, which is a huge part of it as well for them to be able to be in that position to see that. love Exactly.
0: Community. Because you might have a... A family who who someone needs to get to the hospital but can't because they can't drive and maybe the other person the, the family member can't either for whatever reason, and that's where some a group like Cancer Support Me or who do help out. They organise things, and I, I I can't thank them enough for what they did for us. So it's a case of it's it's my chance and my way of, of saying thank you to them. Hopefully this will become a, a yearly thing. We'll see how we'll see if I survive this one first. But um, <laughs> you never know. You never know.
1: Fantastic. Well, uh. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, if anyone wants to, you know, donate or get involved, obviously, if you go to our social media post of this, you will see the details that we talked about this and the links um, will be included on the social media post. Um, but uh, if anyone wants to get in directly, they can find you on Facebook or Instagram and,
0: um, that's contact. right. Yeah, they can. We're on there on, on Facebook and Instagram under the tag Mallorca Odyssey," um, and yeah, just get in contact. We've got a, a website there. If you Google Mallorca Odyssey," we're the only ones there. So everything that comes up is us. <laughs> Our donation page to Migrano de Arena, uh, the Facebook, Instagram web page. It's all there. So um, again, the the ways of helping are donating if people want to donate, or getting involved and come along and and have have a bit of a have a bit of a laugh. If you can laugh when you're doing that type of thing on our website we're also going to have a uh, a mapping system so they can see where we are and they can follow us around so if they want to come and see us they can find out where we are and where we're going to go so
1: well wonder and and last question because i'm talking to uh rugby yeah. buff so who's gonna win this year you, you've got to been following. And obviously, being Irish, it seems like we're not going to win. We
0: haven't in a while. No, but no. Who's your money on? Well, this I suppose there's, well, there's only one, the one game left. You've got um, um well, it, it depends when this when this uh, the story comes out because this weekend you've got France playing uh, France playing Scotland for the the, the final game. So um, maybe by the time this comes out, we know the result. But. Um, well, I'd like to see maybe the, the French get up by over twenty points and, and take the uh, take the Six Nations again. I'm more of a Southern Hemisphere rugby man. I prefer my, uh, my 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 Super Rugby down south It's a bit more entertaining, I suppose. But in saying that, the games this year have been the last two or three rounds have been quite enjoyable rugby. The first couple not not quite so much. Um, but yeah, it's always good to see the English lose too, if I can say that.
1: <laughs> you can we're irish and, and we feel the same way you know i'm sure we all have family in in england but when it comes to rugby i
0: mean there's there's a cultural divide well, my, my wife's english and her, obviously her whole family's english and our children are half english but i'm a kiwi and i can't i just can't so
1: <laughs> wonderful well uh, thank you so much for joining us today and uh once again um please check out if you didn't get all the details please check out the social media there will be on facebook and linkedin and instagram and twitter there will be all the details about this but uh for inspiration of how you can change a little part of the world and help people that just need a bit more support thank you for sharing this today
0: Welcome. thank you for having me
1: you're listening to super yacht radio